This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Have you ever been told that Jesus loves you like no one else ever can or will? He does, you know, and in spite of the fact we disappoint him when we sin, he is devoted to loving us for all eternity. Let's talk more about that in our message entitled, The Bridegroom. Summer is the season of weddings, especially the month of June. And this week we want to explore the Bible's image of the church, the believers of Jesus Christ being the bride of Christ and Jesus himself being the bridegroom who cherishes and loves the church as his people. Let's pray together. O Lord God, stir within us fresh vision to see again the glory of your love for us. Jesus, thank you for your faithful, sacrificial love that rescues us as your people and claims us to be your very own. Thank you that we are the cherished bride of Christ and that your love washes over us again and again. Stir within our hearts faith to trust your love. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm reading today from Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 21. Be subject to one another in a fear of Christ. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, he himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water and the word, so that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and blameless." So husbands ought also to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. No one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are members of Christ's body. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place And I know that it's the Spirit of the Lord There are sweet expressions And I know 
church is not a building of brick and mortar or wood and plaster, sheetrock and shingles. The church is the people, the people of God. One of the scriptural images of the church, believers in Jesus Christ, is that the church is the bride and Jesus Christ is the bridegroom. The Scripture makes clear, as we read from Ephesians, that Jesus Christ loves the church. The church is full of imperfect people. Yet Jesus is crazy about his people in love, committed to our well-being, sacrificial in serving us, and his love for us is unconditional and eternal. So I'd like to explore with you some powerful truths about Jesus, the bridegroom, and we, those who believe in Jesus as the bride of Christ. First, Jesus is the bridegroom who pursues the church to rescue her. Like from Ephesians 5, as Christ loves the church and gave himself up for her. Anytime a wife would be in danger, a husband in love would put his life on the line because of his love to rescue his wife. I recently read a story in the newspaper of a man who in the year 2011 in Gwembe, Zambia, Africa, whose wife was snatched by a big crocodile when she was washing clothes in the river. The man dove into the river and swam to where the big croc had his wife in his jaws. He grabbed the crocodile around the belly and dragged the crocodile back to the shallows. He jammed his hand and arm into the mouth of the crocodile and began to beat the croc on the head with a stick until finally the crocodile released his grip on his wife and tried to snatch the husband in his jaws. The crocodile missed the husband and the crocodile swam away and both husband and wife were bloodied but safe. The husband rescued his wife. Jesus is the bridegroom who rescues his people, the bride of Christ. He does it in love, 
at great sacrifice. Every Popeye has his olive oil. Every Tarzan is willing to rescue his Jane. I love reading Louis L'Amour westerns where the hero cowboy defeats the evil people and in the end gets the girl. That's the Bible's eternal plot line. Jesus comes for his people to rescue us in love and defeat the evil one. Jesus is the bridegroom who pursues us to rescue us in love. But he also comes as the bridegroom to propose to his beloved. It's an invitation of love that requests a response. That's the nature of love, to confess it and to risk rejection. Do you remember the movie Runaway Bride, where Julia Roberts plays the character of Maggie Carpenter? The movie is called Runaway Bride because Maggie has been engaged multiple times, but always leaves her betrothed husband standing at the altar. The essence of the lifetime love that God offers us in Jesus Christ is not one only based on momentary passion or feeling. God offers us a covenant of love that evokes a commitment of love and trust from us. The bridegroom and the bride are invited to say, I do. And the yes of Jesus Christ invites us to say yes in faith in response to Jesus Christ. In a simple prayer of faith, have you ever said, yes, Jesus, I believe in you? God's Spirit continually whispers his invitation that we would share his love and his life day by day in a covenant of love. But Jesus is also the bridegroom who protects his bride to keep her safe in his arms of love. In Psalm 62 we read, Find rest, O my soul, in God alone when the arms of Jesus' promises surround us, our faith trusts his strength. Jesus is our safe place. His strength holds us up. We hide in his love. But that type of protective love also is a jealous love. In Exodus it says, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. God is not insecure or paranoid, but he tolerates no rivals. Intimacy, by definition, means exclusive to one. God is a jealous God who wants that we would love him above all others. Do you remember when God asked Hosea to take a prostitute to be his wife as a living image of the Lord's love for his people Israel? And how Hosea's love for Gomer, whom he bought to be his wife off the streets and took her into her home, his home and loved her, was an image of the Lord's love for his people. Undeserved, yet God willing to make the commitment to pay the price that his people would be his wife. Well, Gomer 
gave birth to two children, Hosea. And the promise of the Lord is, I'll betroth you to me forever. Sadly, though, Gomer eventually returned to her life on the street, selling herself for personal gain, indulging herself in unfaithfulness to her husband. God then asked Hosea to go and buy her back again, to pay for her to be his wife again. That's the image of God's love for you and me. Jesus fights for us to stay in his love. He forgives us with his grace over and over again so that we might, as the recipients of his love, desire and delight to live in his presence as our bridegroom. You remember how in the Song of Songs it says, I am my beloved's and he is mine and his banner over us is love. It also says in Romans chapter 8 that Jesus is the bridegroom who prays for his bride. Nothing will separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is he who died on the cross, who's raised from the dead, and now is in the right hand of the Father interceding for us. Jesus knows your every need before you even name it to him in prayer. But what a powerful truth that the Lord of the world, the Lord of life, who died on the cross to buy you to be his bride and is raised from the dead to give you life forever in his name, now is in the presence of God praying for your every need. That's how much he loves you. In his love for you, Jesus the bridegroom wants to perfect your and my love for him, calling us into a deeper level of intimacy. Like the scripture speaks of husband and wife becoming one. Jesus wants that our bodies and our minds and our emotions and our spirits all be one with him having the mind of Christ, and truly affectionately loving Jesus with gratitude, trusting him, and giving ourselves to serve his mission in the world. We are inseparably one with Jesus Christ. But maybe the most profound of all is that Jesus is the bridegroom who dresses us in the glory of his love and the garments of his salvation to cover our flaws, our failures, and our naked shame. It says in Isaiah 61, I'm overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God. He's dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in the robe of his righteousness. I remember when my wife Denise and I were young parents and we went with our young family on a vacation and we stayed overnight in a motel and the kids were hoping that we could go swimming in the pool but I had forgotten my swimsuit. Well the motel had a vending machine with a paper weave swimsuit. Well what could go wrong there? It was probably 20 or 30 minutes after we were swimming and my daughter Andrea says, Daddy, is the back of your swimsuit supposed to hang down like that? 
In every person's life, there are moments where we stand exposed, where in our foolishness or our failures or our sinful ego, we have done wrong and we're flawed and we're broken and we're dirty and we're naked and we're ashamed and we're guilty. To the glory of Jesus, the bridegroom, he never stops loving us despite our imperfections. That he, like it says, dresses us in the clothing of his salvation. That he drapes around us the glory of his love and the robe of his perfect righteousness. The whole basis of you and I belonging to Jesus, the bridegroom, is the power of his promise to be faithful. And how gladly we dress in his righteousness. And then Jesus, the bridegroom, presents us proudly as his bride. Have you seen my beloved, my delight? Wonder of wonders how Jesus continually loves us. Well, the scripture says that someday Jesus the bridegroom is going to return for his bride on earth, the church. That'll be our wedding day. In Revelation 1, it says, Behold, he'll come on the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And the name of the one on that white horse is faithful one. Jesus the bridegroom is coming someday for his bride. The one of the last words in the scriptural witness is the Aramaic word Maranatha, simply translated, come Lord Jesus. As we revel in the love that Jesus has for us, as we trust Jesus as our Savior, the Son of God, our Lord, we would say, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. Jesus makes us ready for that day. He has placed on us the glory of his righteousness. Remember that Disney song? Someday my prince will come. Someday I'll find his love. Someday Jesus is coming for us. One of the greatest Christian leaders of the last century was John Stott. He was the director of All Souls Langham Place in London. Stott was a wonderful preacher, Bible teacher, author, a global leader to many. Oz Guinness wrote an article about his relationship with John Stott. I knew Stott over many decades, wrote Oz but I will never forget my last visit to his bedside three weeks before he died. We spent an unforgettable hour and more sharing memories over the years, and then I asked Stott how he would like me to pray for him. Lying weakly on his back in bed and barely able to speak, he answered me in a hoarse whisper, Pray that I be faithful to Jesus until my last breath. Isn't that our prayer? That we who are the bride of Christ, the recipients of his love, would be faithful to Jesus, the bridegroom, 
until our last breath. You see, we are the bride of Christ, Jesus, the bridegroom, and someday he's coming back for us. We live with an eye to the sky, expecting that the bridegroom will come on our wedding day. Jesus loves us with passion, affection, and commitment, and we bask in the love of Jesus as the prince of love. And in his love, the Spirit fills us so that we can love others in his name. Jesus, the bridegroom, perfect in his faithfulness, and we are his bride. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the bridegroom and we belong to you in your great love as the bride of Christ. Thank you that we can be a part of the church, that we can trust your unconditional love, your grace, forgiveness, and mercy. Thank you that because we are your people, filled with your love, we can love all the people that you bring into our lives. Fill us again with the spirit of your love, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. It is our prayer that today's message has encouraged your heart to remain faithful to Jesus the Bridegroom until your last breath. Live each day in anticipation of His return. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. We now broadcast on more than 26 radio stations in the United States, shortwave over North America and Europe, Trans World Radio, and in Kenya over Imani Radio, as well as on the Internet at ChristianCrusaders.org and OnePlace.org. Gifts both large and small help keep us on the air. If you enjoyed today's program and are in a position to do so, we ask that you help support the mission of Christian Crusaders to spread the light of the gospel so no one need walk alone. Send your letters of support to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. We appreciate both your prayerful and financial gifts. Today's message is available to be read or heard anytime on the Internet. Our redesigned website, Vibrantly, presents this week's program, as well as previous programs. Please take a moment and visit us online at christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting the service was Rev. Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 81st year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.